The report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It, it is regardless devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. When he says to a degree, he means uh, 100%. Um, you know, that that's one of the degrees that is available. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, also an incredible indictment of the news media, but the news media hasn't noticed that yet. How is it that uh, I was aware of all of the, let's be generous and say, flaws involved in this investigation and somehow the near entirety of the American news media completely oblivious, utterly unaware. Hey, wait a minute. These pieces don't really fit together very well. And by the way, I'm still wondering who is Azra Turk? We've not answered the question. Who is Azra Turk? A woman, a honeypot who uh, offered up her flesh uh, and uh, to George Papadopoulos, uh, affiliated with the Trump campaign, lured over to London, England, and uh, part of now an international seditious conspiracy to ensnare uh, the Trump team in a, uh, in a conspiracy, in a, uh, a false, slanderous smear, and in an, ev- an effort to uh, upend the presidential election. You know, they've, uh, how many elections have they upended now? The uh, federal, in the, in the Soviet Union, we're li- we should literally, I, uh, you know, after uh, Barack Obama was reelected, we opened the, the big radio broadcast the next day with the Soviet national anthem, the Soviet army men's choir. Um, and uh, these words, I said, as the Soviet national anthem was playing, I said, buenos dias, comrade workers. Buenos dias, comrade workers. And little did I know how bad it was going to get. They used the IRS against their political enemies. Remember Lois Lerner, and she got away with it. I think she probably got a beach house out of the deal and a maybe a Mercedes convertible. Uh, it's uh, quite remarkable what's going on in the United States of America. They used the IRS against uh, your patriot groups, any group that had the word patriot in it, because they knew that there were no Democrats involved with that, and Tea Party groups at the time targeted by the Internal Revenue Service to sideline them so they could not be active in politics on the lead-up to Barack Obama's re-election campaign and his re-election. And, and uh, that was, of course, a criminal conspiracy for which absolutely no one was held accountable. And, and our feckless, hapless friends on Capitol Hill uh, not getting the job done there once again. And uh, then we learned that the FBI, no, no less the Federal Bureau of Investigation, a.k.a., the fascist Bureau of Intimidation, as the T-shirts say at the Chris Plant store, the fascist Bureau of Intimidation. And they're uh, more fascist than ever after the John Durham report yesterday. Out of nowhere, have you noticed that there were no leaks throughout that whole thing? Because lefties, apparently, um, uh, it's almost inexplicable, but no leaks for, like, four years. uh, No leaks from the Durham investigation. And then the report hey, suddenly, no lead time. Hey, it's coming out next Tuesday at noon. At least it didn't come out Friday at 6 p.m., but it came out yesterday. I was down at Newsmax TV preparing for my my uh, 9 p.m. Newsmax uh, television show uh, when uh, we got word, hey, the Durham report is about to drop, about to break, and uh, holy cannoli, then more than 300 pages, and uh, I've got to say, I think we did a fine job with it on the Newsmax uh, program last night. And uh, 
boy, boy, oh boy, I am telling you. We had Congressman Matt Gates on, and uh, and he was great. Now, here's the uh, here's the thing. It revealed that that there was a conspiracy, dare I say, a seditious conspiracy, a term that I've been using for a couple of weeks now about uh, this, and and also the uh, the CIA letter, another seditious conspiracy. And you know who is right into his. Um, uh, a speckled puckmarked face. Uh, you know uh, who who's in this thing? Uh, in both of them, he was uh, briefing Obama and Biden uh, in the Oval Office, and then he was one of the uh, lead uh, conspirators in the letter of fifty-one felons, uh, and that is John Penitentiary Face Brennan. Penitent. Why do you think I've always called him Penitentiary Face? I, I have very good instincts when it comes to a whole great many matters. And uh, one of them is sizing up a guy who belongs in a penitentiary. And that guy certainly is John Brennan. John Brennan has penitentiary written all over him. And, of course, he voted for Gus Hall, the Communist Party candidate for the presidency of the United States, and was made CIA director by uh, Barack Obama, whose mentor, uh, uh, Frank Marshall Davis, was a card-carrying member of the Communist Party. Oh, speaking of which, we've got another story today. Uh, the, a school board in Colorado, which has come out in opposition to capitalism. Have you seen this? The capitalism? I was reminded of Vladimir Lenin and uh, a number of his quotes when I saw this story out of the school board in uh, Colorado. And I'm going to share that with you, too. But first, the, uh, the John Brennan, um, uh, excuse me, the penitentiary face Brennan, the John Durham report that came out yesterday. Durham finds the Department of Justice, FBI, quote, failed to uphold mission of strict fidelity to the law. That means they broke the law all over the place. They ignored the law all over the place. They lied to the FISA court. And Barack Obama was in on it, and Joe Biden was in on it, and FBI Director J. Edgar Comey was in on it, and uh, John Brennan was at the heart of it all, the communist voting John Brennan seditious conspirator. Uh, he might not even be number one. He might be seditious conspirator number number four. Yet the uh, Durham report does not recommend that charges be filed against anyone in particular. See, Andrew McCabe, uh, a criminal on the loose, he was on with Manderson Pooper last night on uh, CNN. And he's like, well, you know, sure, we uh, buried all of the exculpatory evidence and we lied to the FISA court and none of us ever had any reason to believe that anything we were claiming was true. Um, Manderson didn't ask about any of that, by the way. There were no follow-up questions. It was just, gosh, Durham report, uh, make your case, Andrew McCabe. He's actually employed by CNN, right? I think CNN hired Andrew McCabe, and they pay him because CNN is a part of the seditious conspiracy, too. Keep in mind that our news media is the most corrupt institution in the United States of America. The FBI and the Department of Justice... Uh, may have more power to abuse, and they do, and they have been, uh, because they're basically Democrat Party criminal front groups. And the intelligence community, too, we need busloads of whistleblowers uh, to be, like, blowing things up on uh, on uh, Pennsylvania Avenue and, and protesting, honestly. Benito Mussolini described fascism as a merger of state and corporate power. And uh, last night... The Andrew McCabe interview with uh, Anderson Cooper was a, a pretty good demonstration of the merger of state and corporate power. Uh, that would be fascism, just according to Benito Mussolini, who knew a thing or two about it, I think. 
Uh, Congressman Matt Gates said uh, on my program last night on uh, Newsmax, said we have to defang and defund them. Matt Gates suggests FBI should FBI agents should be indicted. Uh, clearly true after Durham report that found no Trump collusion with Russia, uh, no evidence to support Trump collusion with Russia, found that the so-called investigators knew that there was no evidence. They knew that it was just Hillary Clinton's opposition research. They buried all exculpatory evidence that uh, would have contributed to the public knowledge that that uh, President Trump was innocent of all charges, and um, and on and on. So it was a uh, it was a complete scam from the get go. It was a political job perpetrated by the Democrats in collusion with state actors and the FBI. Keep in mind that the FBI also went to. Uh, they had possession of Hunter Biden's laptop and the uh, the emails, and they knew that everything in the laptop was true, was real. They saw the news media reporting that it wasn't because the news media is filthy, corrupt to the core. Uh, street prostitutes typically have more integrity. Um, I know because Hunter Biden uh, said so in his uh, laptop. And um, and he paid them. Remember, he asked the Russian hooker to thank him for not leaving bruises on her and, and beating her instead of giving her $10,000. Is the you know nicest guy she ever met. That's and that's all okay. But in any case, the FBI had the laptop and the emails before anybody, and they knew it was all true. But the FBI then went to Facebook and to Twitter and told them, "Oh no, don't let people don't let people share all with winks and nods and weasel words." And uh, no, no, this is uh, this is Russian disinformation. And, and it wasn't. The FBI was engaged in a seditious conspiracy. Every individual that spoke to Twitter and spoke to Facebook should be in ankle shackles and be dragged out of uh, Reagan Airport uh, just for good measure. And there should, they should have a CNN camera crew in tow. CNN probably wouldn't air it. Remember how they, they uh, dragged the FBI for their pre-dawn raid, the CNN camera crew in tow, and then they all lied about it and said, oh, no, we were just, we're out the outside uh, uh, every day. That's, uh, that's where we hang out. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. So there's a lot, a lot to be said about this, as you are aware. And, um, you know, John Durham, no evidence of collusion. Um, they fabricated evidence. President Trump calls it treasonous. Uh, I would certainly say there is a bare minimum, a seditious conspiracy here. John Brennan um, uh, and the FBI have tampered in election after election, 2016, 2018, 2020. Uh, this is Soviet stuff that we're watching now. The, uh, the 51 felons that signed on to that, that seditious conspiracy letter the intelligence officials, so-called, with their weasel words that I uh, pointed out the moment they released their, their seditious conspiracy. Um, Brennan briefed Obama, Biden at the White House, uh, um, uh, J. Edgar Comey. It was a conspiracy, not a conspiracy theory, an actual conspiracy. And, um, and the FBI yesterday, Christopher Wray, who's a crook too, uh, said, oh, well, there were missteps yeah, missteps. There were missteps. Yeah, sorry, we invaded the Sudeten. Uh, yeah, there was a, it was a misstep. Uh, and uh, honestly, the Pulitzer prizes given to the news media 
all part of the seditious conspiracy. Now, they were lied to, and they wanted to be lied to, and they were in on the lie. That's the, that's the thing. If the, if the people that received Pulitzer Prizes and other uh, journalistic awards for spreading these lies, if they had a shred of integrity, they themselves would return the awards, but we know that they won't. Pretty amazing, uh, amazing stuff, uh, I'm telling you. So there is a lot to, uh, a lot to get to on this on this topic and uh, and many other topics as well, but that is clearly the big dog, um, and and it's uh, it is uh, encouraging and at the same time it's disappointing, uh, encouraging and disappointing. Man, oh man! So uh, the uh, the headlines: Jake Tapper says Durham report pretty damning, pretty damning for FBI, pretty damning for the news media too. Adam Schiffless was out there lying every day. Oh, I've seen the secret intelligence, and I'm telling you, wink, wink, not, not, uh, rub, rug, and um, uh, just over and over again, uh, quite, quite amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The Hillary Clinton opposition research, which everybody knew was nothing more than that, and that it was fake, and there was nothing of any substance in there, and the FBI knew it, but they didn't care because they were engaged in a uh, felony conspiracy to undermine Donald Trump because they hated him and because they planned to vote for the other guy. And they undermined our presidential election. And, you know, they didn't like his jokes, I guess. That's, uh, they didn't like his sense of humor. So 2016, 2018, uh, 2020, uh, our own federal law enforcement and intelligence services tampering in our elections on behalf of the left, um, they have uh, the deep state has wheedled uh, very deep into our permanent bureaucracy. August of 2016, CIA director, communist voter John Brennan briefed President Obama, Vice President Biden, Attorney General Loretta Lynch, FBI Director James Comey, and uh, they all knew that it was um, just a political a commie again. John Brennan voted for Gus Hall for president. Barack Obama, his mentor as a teen, was Frank Marshall Davis of the Communist Party. And they were in charge. J. Edgar Comey is uh, just as crooked as the day is long. How long is the day? We had an assault on congressional staffers at a Virginia Democrat's office yesterday in Virginia. And it turns out that George Soros did it. I've got that for you. That's a pretty amazing story. Guy shouldn't have been on the loose. Joe Biden, uh, oh, they're politicizing the military. You'll be surprised to learn. Uh, because of abortion, they may uh, change their their decision on the U.S. Space Command. God, they love abortion. Quite amazing stuff. After School Satan Club, Martha Stewart. Anti-capitalist lefties, Argentina, uh, and uh, we live in a very corrupt country. 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. 
Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right. Uh, another uh, revelation of sorts out of this whole thing is that you know everything they've been uh, the left. This is a tactic. I pointed this out before. A tactic that they use frequently. They uh, all, the truth comes out. They call everything a conspiracy theory. One little uh, chunk at a time. It comes out. The meeting at the White House with Brennan with uh, with Obama and Biden and. It comes out, and they accuse you of spreading conspiracy theories, right? And then 50 of these things come out over time. I put the pieces together. They accuse me of spreading conspiracy theories. Fine, fine. Then it all comes in the report, and it's all true. And what they do is they say, this is old news. We already knew all this, right? And then they dismiss it. And the news media, uh, being the, the chapstick fluffers that they are, they just gobble it up, right? And they say, oh, yeah, this is all old news. We knew this. I've seen this again and again, and the media is too stupid and too corrupt to actually behave as journalists ought to behave, which is why, uh, you know, we need me. Let's go to uh, let's go to Will calling from Gainesville, Virginia. William, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing? I'm okay, Will. What do you know? Well, I just don't understand. I don't think we can have a government of a first world country if Democrats are willing to commit treason if they're willing to weaponize the IRS, the CIA, the FBI, um, and, and the NSA to win elections and to target like everybody they, they disagree with, um, and Republicans just aren't willing to stand up and do anything about it. I mean, if, and, they, and they have stuff available for them to do, but if they're not willing to do that, I'm not sure why we keep this government running. Yeah, I understand uh, your frustration completely. And you're right, the FBI, the Department of Justice, the CIA, the intelligence community, the IRS have all been weaponized, word of the year, by the Democrat Party and the left with the collusion of the seditious news media. And uh, they have um, used their, their uh, ill-gotten power to great effect. Uh, and, uh, you know, the geniuses that founded this country who they smear as, uh, you know, white men or something. Racists because, you know, they're aborting 40% of the black population. They're the party of the Confederacy and the Klan and Jim Crow, and they call everybody racist. Um, they, uh, they use it very effectively. The, they abuse it very effectively. Now, Will, our, uh, our first call today, um, speaking for millions of Americans, uh, brilliantly laid out the, uh, the frustration that so many of us are experiencing right now. We have a government that has the uh, permanent bureaucracy has been taken over by the left, and the Democrat Party is the left, make no mistake. These are not liberals, 
This is the left, and no one is more illiberal than the left. And um, John Brennan, the Gus Hall voting Communist Party supporter, made CIA director by Barack Obama, whose childhood mentor was a card-carrying member of the Communist Party, Frank Marshall Davis. And these people are, they're leftists. They're not, they're not liberals. Now, just like in the Soviet Union, they have their million-dollar waterfront houses Uh, They used to have their dachas and their Black Sea resort uh, houses, the Soviet leaders. And uh, Barack Obama, his simple upbringing from Hawaii and the Punahou School and the Chum Gang, just the most exclusive school in in Hawaii and one of the most exclusive schools in the United States, brought up by his, dare I say, white grandparents, his mother, who, uh, uh, you know, being oppressed as a woman, started as a secretary at a bank and became a vice president of a bank and... and, um, you know, because his lefty mother had uh, fled the scene, as so many mental case lefties do. And uh, then the, you know, poor guy, uh, Occidental and, and Columbia University and Harvard Law School, and didn't have to do anything. And the corrupt Democrat Party machine in Illinois, where he had no ties at all, but there was a very corrupt Democrat machine there. And suddenly he's, you know, he's in the state house, then he's a U.S. senator. And uh, Harry Reid said, well, I can see you're not interested in being a senator. You're kind of bored sitting there picking your nose in the back row. Maybe you should run for president. And he becomes president. I think this might have something to do with after-school Satan Club. I'm, I'm not sure. That's another Democrat Party project, though. Just, uh, just amazing stuff. And uh, he's not on our side. He's not, And he's not a liberal. He's a leftist. And he finds John Brennan, and John Brennan finds him, John Brennan, Again, a Communist Party voter. And um, I, I, you know any Communist Party voter? You, re, you really know anybody? Gus Hall ran for the presidency of the United States again and again as the Communist Party candidate. He didn't really get a lot of votes, but he got John Brennan's vote. And then John Brennan, you know, the lefties, they, they plotted in the 1960s and 70s. No, no, you got to get inside the government. That's where you can make the change, right? And uh, penitentiary face sure weaseled his way to the top of the pile, and then we see that he was in the Oval Office briefing a corrupt left-wing president, Barack Obama, and a a dim-witted vice president, sock puppet, Joe Biden, who continues even as president to be a sock puppet for for whoever the powers are behind the curtain, and I think we know who they are. And uh, John Brennan, just in case there was any doubt, signed on to that letter with the 51 people in the Weasley language about Russian disinformation and the Hunter Biden laptop that they knew would be detrimental to Biden's presidential ambitions. And so they they undermined and they undermined and they undermined. And uh, now this comes out. Um, and the FBI, Christopher Wray, says, oh, there were missteps. No, there were felonies. There was a seditious conspiracy by the highest-ranking members of the federal law enforcement establishment in the FBI, in the Justice Department, and then later in the intelligence community. And you people are criminals, and you've turned us into a third-world country. Uh, uh, or you might just say missteps, or there, you know, maybe they were just missteps. But uh, Will called in, and he said, well, very frustrated. Um, we have a government that has been infiltrated by the, the, the left. The Democrat Party has been taken over by the left. And the permanent bureaucracy is uh, peppered with these, these seditious conspirators. And uh, President Trump called it uh, treason. Will, 
uh, called it treason as well. We've seen the FBI, the Department of Justice, and the IRS weaponized word of the year against the Republican Party and Republican candidates and uh, Republican efforts. The left, I mean, this is, you know, LBJ, um, there is an old saying, um, you know, politics is, uh, is uh, uh, a, a, a type of uh, um, uh, warfare. It's war by other means. And LBJ said it's not war by other means, it's war. And the left, and that means the Democrat Party today, views it that way. It's war, and they're at war against us. And uh, the truth is, uh, what, what is the Oliver Stone uh, thing in war? The first casualty is truth. And the left is waging war against the United States, against capitalism, against free markets, against free people. The left is totalitarianism. Communism is slavery. The goal of socialism is communism. Vladimir Lenin said that. And we'll raise these questions. And then we have a feckless, hapless Republican Party that doesn't seem to be up to the task of responding. Uh, and we, the American people, American patriots, find that to be very frustrating. Uh, all that we ask for is a uh, level playing field, that the scales of justice be level as they are supposed to be. Uh, and we... Uh, the scales of justice have been weighted by a corrupt Democrat party and their infiltrators in the permanent bureaucracy, also known as the deep state. And we've seen, again, it's not crazy to use the word treason in this circumstance. We've seen the FBI again and again betray their oath. You know, they, they demonize the oath keepers. Oath keepers are people that have served in government, in the military and law enforcement, that have taken the oath to protect and defend, support and defend, and, um, and they believe that that oath uh, doesn't expire when they leave the military or leave law enforcement. Um, and uh, they're the villains of the story. They're the villains of the story. And they, they have uh, convicted, I guess, Enrique Tarrio, uh, African-Cuban, I think they say Afro-Cuban, American who... They attack uh, because of his race, uh, race and his ethnicity. Um, he's with the Proud Boys, which they say is racist, but I think uh, all the Proud Boys that were stabbed by Democrats in Washington, D.C. were black. At least two of the four were black, but pay no attention to that. And they've been con convicted of seditious conspiracy. Enrique Tarrio wasn't even in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. And then we've got John Brennan, and this gang that he runs with. And if you're looking for the, the textbook definition of seditious conspiracy, look no further than to what we're looking at here. Just extraordinary. Brennan, Obama, Biden, the, the Oval Office meeting in 2016 and uh, if you're a, like Devin Nunes, exposing Cong then congressman, exposing this stuff and sounding the alarm, and he's shouted down and laughed off the stage by a corrupt news media. And the news media continues their corruption today, last night and this morning, with the Durham report. Oh, boy, it's, uh, you know, it doesn't look good for the FBI. Then they don't ask any of the, the appropriate questions, the obvious questions, just... Uh, just amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. 
And Will is uh, Will is right. Where is the Republican Party in in uh, meeting out justice here? Very very frustrating. You know, and that's look, they're trying to pack the Supreme Court because the balance of power in the Supreme Court has always been in favor of the Democrats, and then the Supreme Court was always legitimate. The balance uh, uh, tips the other way, and suddenly they do everything they can to delegitimize the Supreme Court with their racist attacks on Clarence Thomas, which, you remember, the, the high-tech lynching of Clarence Thomas started with Joe Biden as the chairman at the time, 1991, of the Senate Judiciary Committee during Clarence Thomas's confirmation hearing. And here we are decades later, and Lunch Bucket Joe is uh, still carrying the rope. Um, boy, oh boy, oh boy. And we see these things happen again and again, and uh, never any consequences for the, for the evildoers. And they play these tricks where they <clears throat> accuse you as each of these elements come out, Devin Nunes and others bring to light uh, elements of this seditious conspiracy. They're shouted down, they're laughed off the stage, and you're accused of spreading uh, conspiracy theories. And then they're all packaged up in the Durham report in black and white and made public. And the hypocrites come out and say, well, that's old news. We knew all that already. Well, we knew all that. uh, And uh, the people that knew all that and said it out loud were accused of spreading conspiracy theories. And were shouted down and canceled and accused of all manner of thing. And... um, and then it's uh, again. It, it comes out in the in the report, and they say, "Well, we knew all that. That's old news." Not exactly. Not exactly. Now there is talk of congressional hearings. Great. How many of those have we seen where there are still no consequences? Lois Lerner, the IRS, <clears throat> was brought up on uh, Capitol Hill, and she laughed in their faces, walked away, got a high flutin job, and uh, never looked back because. This city is so incredibly corrupt, Fantast- fantastically corrupt. And what it all shows is that they're free to do it again, right? Am I right? Yes, I'm right. All right, let's go back to the, uh, let's go back to the telephones. And there's uh, still plenty more on this as well. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to John calling from Tennessee. John, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Hey, John. Thank you for taking my call. You betcha. Uh, I, I, the, the, the news this morning that broke uh, about the IRS agents getting removed from the Hunter Biden uh, investigation, it, it was just mind-blowing to me in that it, you know, it fell right on the heels of the release of the Durham report. And it is like uh, they you know, are saying, yeah, we're corrupt. We know you know, and we don't care that you know. We're just going to keep doing what, we, what we've been doing. We're not going to stop. What are you going to do about it? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, look, I've known it. You listen to this radio show, so you've known it. You've known how corrupt this system is. And, um, and they know that they can get away with it again and again. It's the, the fourth estate, the geniuses that founded this country, recognized that governments would become corrupt from time to time. And uh, we needed a system of checks and balances. The branches of government would check one another. And uh, that's brilliant, uh, absolute genius. And then in the, uh, you know, the, the end of the day, the fourth estate, a free and fair press, 
we have a free press, but we don't have a fair press. They're free to be unfair, and so they are, uh, and to be corrupt. But it is uh, the job of the fourth estate, the, the news media, to hold government accountable. Uh, but unfortunately, there has been a merger of the corporate media, and that's not a term that I used until not so long ago, a merger of the corporate media and the state, the state power, which in this case is the Democrat Party. Um, and, and the merger of, of the state power and the corporate power is, again, what Benito Mussolini defined as fascism. So what do you do about that, John? Well, I mean, what, 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 what do we do about a corrupt uh, news media, honestly? Well, I mean, obviously, like what you're doing with Newsmax, and you've got, I think, uh, like uh, One American News, and you've got Salem. I mean, they're, they're like voices in the wilderness crying out to be listened to, but it seems a few people are listening. And I think eventually, down the road, maybe in my, maybe in my lifetime, we will head, have to head for just a, a peaceful divorce of the country. You know, where, where the states will just, okay, you want to do your thing? You do your thing. We're going to do our thing and, and, and go our separate ways. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't see how, how we're going to be able to fix this. The union, it, just, the, the union breaking up. Now, listen, you, you kind of, you were, you were channeling a Soviet writer when you first called in about them lying to us. There was a, a, a Soviet author who did not like the Soviet Union. Elena Gorakova, Elena Gorakova was her name, and she wrote, the rules are simple. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, but they keep lying to us, and we keep pretending to believe them. That's from her book called A Mountain of Crumbs, A Mountain of Crumbs, about the horrors of the Soviet Union. And she said, they lie to us. We know they're lying to us. They know that we know they're lying to us, but they keep lying to us, and we keep pretending to believe them. And we're pretty much reaching that point in the United States of America uh, with, uh, between the, the unholy merger of the Democrat Party and the corporate media. They continue to get away with it. They've uh, tampered in the 2016 election, the 2018, the 2020 election. The uh, and, uh, you know, and uh, honestly, the 2022 now Hillary Clinton has already projected into the future that the 2024 presidential election is going to be stolen by some sort of a vast right wing conspiracy. Um, and if we only had a news media, the genius of the fourth estate of a of a a free and fair press, we're halfway there. Uh, and you're right, John, it is uh, talk radio and Uh, Newsmax and Salem. We're being called upon to save the republic, to save the country, and to save it not just for this country, but for all of humankind, for all of planet Earth, because the left knows that if they can take down the United States, that it's game over for planet Earth and will become one great contiguous slave state orbiting the sun, which has been their goal for a century. The day before yesterday, I was not able to travel to my niece's college graduation from the University of Illinois, where she graduated with a degree in uh, chemical and biomolecular engineering. Chemical and biomolecular engineering. See, not everybody in the family is stupid. 
Um, yeah, uh, uh, she's uh, obviously she graduated on on track. No five year plan. Probably not a lot of five year plan people in the School of Chemical and Biomolecular Engineering, don't you think? That's uh, that's pretty good stuff. My uh, my niece Madden, uh, very smart young woman. Biomolecular engineering, that's your uh, field of study. Yes. Now, get me a water. The, uh, she's uh, yeah, very, uh, very bright young woman. And uh, we were sitting here this morning. More school news, more school news. So congratulations to Madden and to my brother and uh, sister-in-law for raising uh, a very smart young woman. Uh, chemical and biomolecular engineering. Sure. Well, somebody's got to get a degree in chemical and biomolecular engineering. I was, I was like, uh, oh, you know, too good for a degree in communications, huh? <laughs> Do you have a degree in communications? Is that Michael Pierce, he's got a degree in communications. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean it like that, you know. But, I mean, you're right. But we, <laughs> but it was... Uh, uh, biomolecular engineering was a little boring for you, so communications you decided was more up your alley. That was the thing. Of course, I, I uh, you know, don't have a degree at all, and uh, I, um, you know, that's why I'm still struggling in, in life in so many ways. But, uh, yeah, uh, chemical and biomolecular engineering, that's pretty good. And then we got a uh, notice, Michael got a notice on his uh, phone today that his son, I was talking about yesterday, was Max's birthday, and we were talking about Max's birthday yesterday, turning eight years old. His school went on lockdown, went on lockdown here in the D.C. area. That can be a really bad thing. Went on lockdown. Uh, his school and other schools around him went on uh, lockdown. And uh, Michael got the text message warning him about this, and then we uh, looked into it because you got to you know keep tabs on this stuff. And it turns out there was a black bear. There was a black bear on the loose. and then A bear, an actual bear, the big hairy animal. Um, that's not racist. That's a, it's a uh, it's a yeah bear on the loose, a big old bear in the neighborhood of the school. So they went on lockdown. That's pretty good. In D.C., they have not had a lockdown recently of the schools because of a bear bear. But a lady was shot in the face this morning. You know, and those two children were shot yesterday in Washington D.C. But no bear sightings. No bears. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 